What is up, everybody? It is Tuesday night. I think it's Tuesday night. I'm not even sure actually what day it is. Uh, welcome, everybody, to the captain's quarters. I, myself, am the, am the captain, Captain Chuckles. And tonight, we have a very special guest. And earlier today, I found out that this is this gentleman's first podcast. So please, everybody, welcome our special guest. You might have seen him in a number of places. New South, Action, Paradigm, OWA, TWE. He was at SCI Futures. He's been at SUP. Please welcome the locksmith, Brandon Williams. Sir, thank you for joining us. Hello, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So it's Tuesday night. We're here. And we're going to start it off how we always start all of our things off. We want to know, and I... And this question intrigues me even more just because of all of the stuff that is behind you. And we talked about it briefly before we went live, but what was a young Brandon, the locksmith Williams like growing up? Oh uh, man, um, young Brandon was into obviously lots of toys, X-Men. Um, I probably didn't get into wrestling and probably until maybe like fifth grade. And, uh, and that was probably around 97, 98. So before that, it's all just pop culture, man. Uh, Ninja Turtles, obviously all the kids, you know, favorite stuff. But uh, yeah, when, whenever I found out about wrestling, it was, it was pretty much like obsessed with wrestling from then on out. <laughs> now, were you into sports growing up? Did you play anything before uh, you got into wrestling? I did not, honestly. I played ninth grade football, but um, I think I just joined football to try to get in better shape at that time. I literally never watched football, so it was like, it was, I got into it for the wrong reasons, but obviously I like football a lot now. I got into it way at a much older age, but uh, yeah, never any sports or anything. And I'm guessing, I'm, I'm just going to guess your team is the Las Vegas Raiders? That is correct, yes. Interesting. Tough season, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like the Raiders had a lot of tough seasons. Going, I'm a Bears yeah, fan. Yeah. I'm a Bears fan myself, and we've had a lot of tough seasons. So I, I know how that whole thing goes. How yeah. did you? How did you get to cheer for the Raiders? I used to live in San Jose, Oakland area for a oh. couple of years. So uh, my dad lives out there, and uh, I used to help do merch with the hardcore band out there. So. Yeah, I just picked up an NFL team. You know, everybody liked NFL. Nobody really liked college. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to start watching Oakland. And it's been about, yeah, about 10 years. So I've been following for about 10 years. Have you, did you ever see a game at the Oakland Coliseum? I did, yes. It was fun. I mean, the, the fans are intimidating, but I was an Oakland fan, so I can see why <laughs> the opposing teams didn't like coming there. But yeah, it was cool. Yeah, if you're good. If you're cheering for the Raiders, right. you're okay. If you're cheering for right. anybody else... I mean, I've been to some pretty nasty arenas as a visitor. I can only imagine what it's like in Oakland. Oh, yeah, for real. I went to a game in Nashville, um, Oakland and Nashville. It was fun, too. And Oakland nice. won, so we got booed. <laughs> Sorry, my daughter literally Sorry. scared the shit out of me. <laughs> What do you want? I am literally, I, you are taking away from time with Brandon Williams. You scared the shit out of me. I came down here and I stood quietly. What more do you want? Oh, not to scare me. Good grief. 
how you are aware of me. You hardly look at me. Oh, like, man. No. Like, more time, please. I, I will get you more. T- I will get you more time on your phone. Don't get to be aggressive. Jeez. Well, Brennan, I, I am like sorry. I am sorry. You're My not. daughter apologizes too as she storms upstairs, wondering why I didn't give her more time on her phone tonight. Parenting. You gotta love it, man. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Oh, man. Talk about Christopher with the jump scares and the, uh, the, the sounds that he has. I just, I did not even see her come down here. And like out of the corner of my eye, I heard her say something. Out of the corner of my eye, I heard her say something. That makes absolutely no sense. Anyway, now, recently I've seen on Twitter people talking about the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You mentioned those, sure. that was one of the things that you remember from growing up. Now, who who was your turtle? Donatello, for sure. Why? I think I like the color purple, man. Like, easy stuff. I know that sounds, it's not a really complex answer for a little kid, but that's probably why I picked it. <laughs> it makes sense. I right. uh, see, uh, and and I was a Michelangelo guy. Okay. Only for the reason of when I was growing up, I took karate, and we had birthday parties at our at the studio, and I actually would have to dress up like Michelangelo in a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle suit. That's pretty rad. <laughs> so it was kind of cool. I, I liked it, but that's and that's really the only reason why I like Michelangelo. Nice, I can respect okay. that. Okay, like that. So now you got some Star Wars back there. That's correct. Are you a big Star Wars fan? Yes, um, I'm not a fan of the new ones, at least the last two. So I'm you're talking about eight and nine then? Correct. Okay. Yes, The Force Awakens. I actually really like that film, man. Like, I know it's more of a nostalgia flick, but I liked it. Um, the other two, man, I just have uh, high hopes, man. <laughs> I think all Star Wars fans had real high hopes yeah. for those movies. And I I am on the fence of it's Star Wars and I love it. I don't really care. I just love sure. the, to watch the stories. Right. I mean, yeah, there are things that aren't good. There are things that I would definitely want to have changed right. <laughs> and everything things that kind of don't make sense and you know right. all that kind of stuff but I feel like that's been the whole gamut kind of of Star Wars even from the original three in a right. way sometimes I like now, the what... like I was actually a fan of the prequels <laughs> interesting see now when right. you I, that was going to be my next question when you said yeah. that you you didn't like the last two. I was going to say, well, what were your thoughts on the prequels then? I, I liked them for what they were. You know, I was expecting a George Lucas, Lucas E. Star Wars. So I like the feel of them. Now, I'm not a fan of George R. Binks, but, you know, <laughs> Nobody it is what it is. Like, it's campy, but. <laughs> now, now, I don't know how, how deep dive you go into the Star Wars lore. Right. But where do you side on Jar Jar Binks actually being a Sith? Oh, yeah, evil, for sure, man. Like, <laughs> I went down that rabbit hole, man. Like, evil, for sure. <laughs> right? Like, he was just there to screw everybody. Right. And I mean, that the, on Disney Plus. Like, where yeah, are we at? And like... <laughs> the, whole, the whole dumb Jar Jar is just a, right. it's just an act. It's right. just an act. Okay. <laughs> See, okay. So, still on the prequels okay 
thoughts on Hayden Christensen? Did you like him? Did you not like him? Very still acting, but I don't know. Like, I don't hate the guy, you know? Like, maybe this new series, like, they'll, with a better director, maybe they'll mm-hmm. push him more. Like, there's got to be a reason they brought him back, not just because obviously he played him, but I don't know, man. He's not terrible, I guess. <laughs> now, if anybody in the chat is not hip as to what Brandon is talking about, we're talking about the Kenobi series right. that is supposed to come out on Disney Plus at some point in time. Ewan McGregor coming back as Obi-Wan yeah. Kenobi. And they are also bringing back Hayden Christensen to do his part as Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker. So for all of you Star Wars nerds out there, if we have any, that is what we're talking about right now. Correct. It's in, it's in this massive pile of random DVDs from my adult teenage years somewhere nice. over here. <laughs> now the next thing on the wall, X-Men. Yes. There's a lot, but who yes. is your favorite X-Men character? As a kid, probably Gambit. I was a big Gambit guy. Christopher also is a Gambit fan. I like Gambit a lot. I like Wolverine, obviously, you know, but I liked Gambit a lot. Um, Yeah, for sure. Are you mad that Gambit never really has a bigger role in the movies? Oh, yeah. Like, who played him in the movies? Was it Channing Tatum, right? Or something. Uh, that I don't know. It's, Christopher, it's if you forget- know, let <laughs> it's us know. It's forgetful, if, it, if that yeah. makes sense. So, like, yeah, they haven't done him justice. The last few X-Men movies have been pretty bad. Um, Days of Future Past ruled. I liked it a lot. Um, Apocalypse, yeah, it has its parts. But uh, the last one, it's it's terrible. Like, <laughs> I'm glad there are X-Men movies, but hopefully we get some new ones in the MCU, hopefully. Now, if you were going to cast, who would be your perfect Gambit? Oh, man. That's hard, man. That's really hard. Uh, I don't know, man. I would have to go with some unknown Australian actor, man. Go off the grid. Um, There you go. Who you got? Give me me somebody. (laughs) Oh, shit, man. I would have no (laughs) idea. I know that's hard, man. It is. It like e- even like an and I, I'm a huge Thanos fan, and right. I and I mean now with Thanos, you it's not just a guy. You have to CGI somehow. Right. And I love what they did with him in the movies, but I don't know if I would have picked. Right. Um. Uh, Bro- uh, mm. Pierce, no. Brolin. God, uh, yeah, James Brolin. Yeah, like, see, Brolin was good as Thanos. I didn't like him as Cable in Deadpool. Like, I love the actor. I think they could have got somebody else. True. Deadpool's good. Have you seen the movie Red Notice yet on Netflix? No, I have not. Okay. Definitely watch it. For everybody, that's with The Rock and... uh, It's good. um, I liked it. Yeah, I really did like it. It's with The Rock and Ryan Reynolds. Yes. And my okay. wife was like, man, why does Ryan Reynolds play the exact same guy oh, yeah, in that's every trick, single man. movie? Yeah, ever since Two Guys and a Girl. Like, 
Did you ever watch that show? Two guys yes. growing pizza place. Yep. He has the same shtick, like every time it works. I mean, <laughs> and uh, and and I brought up to her, and, and I know, yeah, we're supposed to be talking about sports. We're supposed to be talking <laughs> about wrestling, but we're, we talk about I'm everything married, here. I'm sorry, but yeah, <laughs> we talk about everything here, everybody in the chat. But see, now I brought up to her. I said, well, I don't really think he's that guy in the proposal with Sandra Bullock. And she's like, no, he definitely is. And I was like, I don't know. Not as much. He does have that the romantic comedy parts where it gets yeah. Serious, but he'll have the, the comedy, but it's not his same stick stick though in that one. Yeah. I can kind of see that. That that and that's what I was trying to get across to her. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I can go on about all day about this. Yeah, let's I, let's <laughs> I, I agree. I mean, I I love just the the anything goes aspect you know of and especially with your room there's so much i mean gremlins yes classic movie yes now and the only reason i'm even mentioning this is because i got done watching a movie on hbo the other day Good. and i was like i'm just i need something to watch like to go to sleep I'm like well, what what's on here it's like i go down to the more like this and Gremlins was on there, and I was like, I could get down with some Gremlins. I'm like, it's about Christmas time. Like that right. movie took took place around Christmas. Like, let's do it. My wife goes, Hey, does anybody have critters? And yeah. I was like, Ooh, okay. I'm like, let me go check and see if anybody has critters. So. I was like, okay, HBO Max had it, and we we just finished it tonight, and it's like you don't under, you don't realize how bad that movie is, but how good it is at the same time. It is. It was it was so influenced by Gremlins. Yeah, oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, and then you go a step below that with like Ghoulies and stuff like that, which are like so bad but cheesy. But I love stuff like that too, man. Like, yes, it, it has a place in my heart. <laughs> Now, do you have a favorite, like, horror movie? Ooh, that's hard, man. I have tons. Like, I'm a big horror movie guy. Um, recently, uh, I'm into, like, Hereditary, that type of stuff, the newer stuff. But okay. I like slasher flicks. Like, did, I'm excited did you, about the new screen. Did you think Hereditary was scary? Not scary, but, like... Kind of suspenseful? had suspense more psychological creepy instead of like scary that makes sense yeah, yeah I, like i enjoy watching scary movies horror flicks yeah. you know a little bit of gore but not like too crazy right and like that was on everybody's like top list and i was like okay i'm like i gotta watch this movie and i watch it and i was like waiting for something and right. like nothing yeah. really ever happened right. and i was like eh, i don't yeah, understand why this is on people's like top tens it's i don't know if i'd throw in that kind of category of horror i guess really i guess it's like somewhat like in the middle spectrum maybe. yeah um i don't know if you've seen midsummer but it's it's definitely not horror it's definitely on more of a i guess like a cult horror kind of thing Okay. Have you seen that yet? Midsummer. No, I have Netflix. not. It's it's crazy, but it's yeah, it's it's okay. Yeah. See, and I and I like that stuff. But like I liked all the, um, oh my god, and my head just blanked right now. 
like all the Ed and Lorraine Warren movies. Um, oh yeah, that was good. Um, God, good grief! Somebody in the chat, tell me because <laughs> it all runs together. It's not the it's not the Conjuring. It's uh, it the Conjuring. no, yeah, it is the Conjuring. Yeah, the Conjuring. What's the other one like that? Has the same actor in it. Annabelle. Yeah, that one. Annabelle yeah, that, too. That, yeah. That whole thing. Yeah. So yeah, I, I really like that kind of stuff where it gets into like a little bit of that creepy, yeah. you know, witchy type, you know, ghost type stuff and all that kind of stuff. I I, I really like that. Nice. Okay. On Hill House. Have you seen that Netflix? No. Really good, man. Like good stuff. I'm gonna have to yeah, I'm gonna write that down. Very Chris good. always writes stuff down. I actually yeah. just type stuff down as we go okay good got it so now you mentioned you got into wrestling as a fan in the correct. mid to late 90s correct so what were you watching at that time wrestling wise i was into i was more of a wcw guy at first because i wasn't into the um like i got in right before attitude era so they were starting to push the buttons but yep. um yeah i was more of a wcw guy early on man uh ddp was one of my favorites over there i went to a show in huntsville um but yeah i think my dad took me to that and that's when i really really got into wcw then i remember growing up as a kid and watching tbs superstation on Saturdays at like six o'clock, I think it was Eastern time yeah. with my dad, we would just be, we would just be sitting down going to dinner and like he'd put WCW on in the background as like we were having dinner and then we're like, I'd try to finish dinner as fast as I could. <laughs> so I could go and watch wrestling. Like those Saturday, sat those Saturday early evening shows were always so much fun. Oh, they were awesome, man. Um... And then when Nitro started, I guess they changed their look and really got a, um, like when Goldberg, I guess, started getting his push. Yep. Um, yeah, they were hot. Like, I think it was 99. They were on fire then. And that's when <clears throat> I guess they were really having the Monday Night Wars. And it was, I mean, I try to tell people today, like, how big, like, wrestling consumed, like, culture. Like, it's big now, but not 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 to the size it was during then. It was crazy. No. Now. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like when AEW first came out and yeah. everybody was comparing what WWE was doing uh, compared to what AEW was doing. And even before we started getting into interviews, like we had roundtable discussions about everything that was going on. And like, I would always look and be like, man, you know, like, yeah, people, a lot of people are watching wrestling, but there's no, they're nowhere near the numbers that both WCW and WWF, WWE had at the time, oh, yeah. like not even in the yeah. ballpark and they're never going to be. Oh no. You can ask random Joe on the street what NWA is and they know it because I mean, they were probably watching at that time yep. where I mean, it consumed everything. <laughs> like I have a whole bunch of TV guides back here. of just like, I mean, that's how much like, I mean, wrestling took over then to be on TV guide and have multiple issues of different wrestlers and stuff. It was crazy. Now, who were you backing in WCW at that time? 
Uh, I was an NWO guy, but also like Sting. So there's that that conflict there. But uh, yep. I liked the uh, Crow Sting. I never really got into the other Sting. Okay. Um, but yeah, big NWO guy. Uh, I liked Hogan, Nash, Outsiders, all those people like that. Um, I liked Saturn. Saturn was one of those underdogs I liked. Perry Saturn. Saturn yeah. Malenko. Um, but yeah. Now, when the Monday Night Wars ended, right. everybody kind of got folded into WWF, WWE. Yeah. Where, yeah. Where, where being a WCW guy, where was where was your head at that time? Oh man, like it was. I didn't obviously I didn't read the internet stuff like that because I didn't have. I was probably like twelve or thirteen years old at that time, so uh, I didn't go on the boards and stuff. So I had no idea that this was going on. So I, I was literally watching at my grandparents' house, and I saw that it happened, and uh, I had high hopes. You know, I didn't know about you know contracts that you know certain wrestlers had or why they couldn't appear and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, looking back, it, they missed the boat on the invasion stuff, but it had its moments. I enjoyed parts of it for sure. Now I'm sure you delved into on the WWE catalog, all the Monday Night Wars kind of mini series or doc oh, yeah. series that they had. Yeah. Do you ever think there was a time that WCW could have been the one to take over WWF, WWE? I mean, if there was a time to do it, it would have been when Goldberg, right when he hit his peak, man. Like, that was probably the biggest they ever got. Whenever Goldberg won the title on Nitro, I would say that they were probably more popular than WWF at that time um, overall, especially down here in the South. I don't know how everywhere else was, but especially here in the South, uh, WCW, man, yeah, it was king. But, uh, obviously booking and stuff like that like it got real bad at the end uh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> RIP, <Yeah>. man. <laughs> yeah i know i love wcw like i said i used to watch yeah. it with my dad all the time i i grew up in new york so i was like smack dab in the middle of wwf wwe right. area but i mean still on saturday nights i loved sitting down watching that watching the steiners huh. what like that was like my time of like when the steiners were the right. Steiners. They weren't, right. you know, it wasn't the craziness that we saw with a certain person that <laughs> kind of went a little crazy. Yeah, I'll say I've never been a fan of the big bad booty daddy man. Like <laughs> never, like I never was with it. Like I just never bought the the chain uh night thing. I was just I don't know, man. I was a Steiner Steiner Brothers guy too, man. Like, yes. Nah. Oh, okay. So who was the person that caught your eye and said, I think I can do this? Actually wrestle? Yep. Now, I started... <laughs> uh, now, I did backyard wrestling when I was young. So I tried to emulate stuff. Now, I was big into hardcore wrestling. Um, as you can remember, like, hardcore wrestling was huge in the 2000s. Like, he seen Oh, them. yeah. And just yep. backyard wrestling in general. I mean, you can remember on like Dateline, they'd have, you know, documentaries on stuff of kids doing the stuff. Yep. And uh, yeah, so I was, I got into it then. Um, I didn't actually get to training into wrestling 
until probably about like three or four years ago. Like okay. actually taking the steps to do it the right way. Some more than, you know, obviously doing better wrestling and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, um, big into technical wrestling now, obviously. Um, I was a Kurt Angle fan, uh, late, late years. Um, big into William Regal, which I wasn't into when I was younger. I thought it was boring and just went into it. But uh, as I get older, you know, have a respect for it now. Yep. So now you've, you've been in wrestling, been, been, been in wrestling as a wrestler and training for the last three or four years, but you've been in wrestling for a little bit longer than that. That's correct. Yeah. Um, I met, uh, Dump Sanders when I was in high school, which, uh, he's the, uh, co-owner of New South with me. So, um, yeah, that's how I met him and a lot of the people around this area in wrestling, um, just going to those shows and then helping out with, uh, indie shows they were running at the time, local, little tiny local shows and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, that's how I got it with that crew and stuff like that. So how, how did you guys get into and then start to actually create New South? Um, we, um, it had been a few years since we had talked to each other. Um, I had moved off to California, you know, doing all the music stuff and stuff like that. And I'd moved back to Decatur and uh, we just hit each other up, man. We were like, uh, let's go to this local wrestling show, man. It's been a while. Let's go check it out. So I was like, yeah, man, let's go. And uh, it's uh, just a small, small little podunk show in the middle of nowhere. And so we're going watching wrestling. You know, we know a couple of the guys. And uh, and I was just like, man, we could do something, man. Like, we can start our own promotion. Like, uh, there's nothing around here, you know, that's really, that's really going strong. So I know he had a bunch of connects through, you know, the years in wrestling that he's been in. And uh, yeah, we just decided to just try it man so yeah <laughs> tried it yeah. and uh it's it's working pretty damn well yeah, if, I if, say, if, yeah. if i could throw my opinion yeah. in there i love watching action clash well, every tuesday yeah. i am super super psyched that new south is coming to new jersey which yeah. i have tickets to go to Seriously. in december wow i am very excited to go to that show because nice. it's only about two-ish hours from where I live. What? Seriously? Yeah. Where yes. are you at? I am in central PA, uh, about oh. an hour and a half from Philly and about a half hour south of Hershey. Wow. So, okay. yeah. And, and like 45 minutes from Baltimore. Okay. I'm so, yeah. <laughs> when i saw that now i i had an inkling that some people from new south were coming up north i had Correct. no i had no dates i had no info mm -hmm. i had just heard it through the grapevine while at sci nice. and i was like man i really hope that comes to fruition and actually happens mm -hmm. because if they're close enough right. i'm totally going to the show Nice. And and then when I saw the poster come out and the and the tweet, I was like, okay, let's see. Can I do I have time in the schedule? Let's get right. this. Okay, let's. Uh, oh, I'm good. Okay, we're good there. We're good on the family front. Okay, let's get the tickets. Nice. Well, nice. Spoiler: so, I will not be there. Uh, oh, that was oh, going to be my next question. Right. 
it's it's the anniversary man i gotta i gotta <sighs> we're going to the mountains with my wife so i completely understand this past weekend was my wife's birthday <sighs> and there were like tons of shows on november 20th like right. everywhere around here yeah and i was like i just can't go i mean I you gotta go. do it man like you gotta balance life man like keep the peace so yes and i do shows all the time it's like i try to wrestle and i also run shows so it's like it's all the time so i gotta be thankful so i, I always work so yeah cool. and she supports you so you gotta you gotta be there for those important <laughs> you got to be there for those important dates. Correct. <laughs> so, starting your own promotion. Yeah. If there's somebody out there in the Twitchverse that are that's going to listen on YouTube and watch on YouTube later, what would your three kind of pieces of information be to somebody? if they ever thought about starting their own promotion, what, what are the top three things that they should do? Oh man, that, that's, that's a loaded question right there. <laughs> I, I know we, I mean, we, I, I believe in the beginning, like we, we talked to Matt at action yeah. about this. I think when Chris and I interviewed yeah. um, Doug from paradigm, you know, we kind of asked him that same question and, and everybody says the same thing. Like that, that's a tough question. It's, it, it's not just, one, two, three, five, right. ten things. There's so much right. that goes into it. Um, obviously, once you like own your own stuff, like I would definitely say buy a ring. Um, we rented a ring for a long time, and uh, obviously, you know, budget's a big thing. Like have a strict budget, um, and gorilla promote. Like that's a huge thing. Um, don't just uh, rely on Facebook. The internet can do a lot obviously like you got to use both of them but like a lot of the fans that we have still coming to this day are like fire people like mm. just talking to people man like i'm a bartender so like i've been doing bartending and waiting tables for god knows 20 years probably so like talking to people just like they might not look like a wrestling fan but they might know a wrestling fan kind of thing so yeah that's okay. for sure two things uh, that'll help get your crowd up people skills <laughs> yes yeah so on the booking aspect of things Correct. what wh i guess what's how how does new south book their shows you know i i know that there's a lot and if you watch action clash anybody yeah. in, in the chat there's a lot of storylines that go through like what's the hardest thing about keeping those storylines together adding in new elements adding in new wrestlers you know to the shows but like keeping that timeline of stuff going um i actually don't book the shows but i sit in booking meetings and like help out and stuff like that so i actually write the stories but um, um being on that end like there's a lot of moving parts on that end too um guys staying healthy um guys having other bookings other places you know that happens a lot so say you have these dates and you need this you know you're trying to tell a story but they're you know they're here and they're there so you know you got to change up and it's it's a constant changing thing like there'll be times when it'll change the day of because of there's been so many times just crazy stuff happens <laughs> like that's a and, thing and, as, yeah. and especially <laughs> over the last like two years you know yeah 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, along with COVID, another thing too, just like, yeah, it, it's amazing how, uh, how we can keep the wheel turning sometimes. I bet. Now you, you and Dump have been there from the beginning, of Correct. course. Yeah. Has there been a, a, a core group of wrestlers that you've held on to from, you know, those first couple of years that are still with New South or still come back to New South? Um, from the very beginning, there's probably only a couple, a handful maybe. Um, uh, Donnie Janella, he's been there since the start. Um, CMD, um, he wasn't wrestling actually when we first started. He had taken a break from wrestling and uh, mm. I can't remember what show it was. I think it may, we'd been running for maybe like a year and he had started coming back and uh, just watching the product and it kind of just got him re-energized because there wasn't too much in Alabama at that point. So he started coming and he's been there since since then. So he's probably been there with us about six, six years, six, seven years now. So those two for sure. Um, we've had people come and go, obviously, but uh, yep. yeah, they're, they're the mainstays for sure. What's the best part of being a co-owner in your own wrestling promotion? Uh, I mean, it's fun to see like ideas come to fruition. Um, I'm more of a front of the house guy. So like production wise and uh, just trying to help the crew run stuff and we have students and stuff that are wrestling or training to wrestle now so like seeing them get to do stuff and like live out their dream because when I tried to start training it was really hard to get going especially where I'm at here so like giving them an opportunity and seeing it happen that's probably been not sounds cheesy but it is it is pretty cool I, I know I mean having a background in teaching and having done that stuff it definitely is to see somebody start from one point yeah. and then progress yeah. in their whatever it may be career yeah. in their musical career in their college career whatever you know it's, it's definitely something that as uh, on the teaching aspect of things you love to see that kind of stuff yeah. just confident you see confidence build just like just in themselves you know what i mean just it's good stuff man. now training right where did you start your training? <laughs> I started training. This was, um, like I said, about three or four years ago. Um, I was trained by my buddy, Daniel Russell. He used to wrestle for Burt Prentice up in the Memphis area during the late, late, late 90s, 2000s. He was a job guy up there, stuff like that. So he and another buddy had a wrestling ring that was in a backyard. So... <laughs> I know it sounds it sounds <laughs> as janky as it is, but uh, yeah, we started in a 14 foot training ring in a backyard. Um, we had already been doing New South at this time, and uh, just wanted to start training. So I was like, man, I'm just gonna give it a go. I think I can do it. I had done some jujitsu and stuff like that on and off throughout the years, so I was gonna try to go that route, you know. Um, and we just started training, man, twice a week. Um, he was a judo guy too, so. Okay. We uh, implied a lot of those techniques, um, a lot of chain wrestling, stuff like that, because the ring wasn't that great. Mm -hmm. So it was a lot of mat wrestling, which you can do. So uh, there's that. And then probably about a year and a half later, two years, I started working with CMD and Donnie and uh, just seminars and everything. And 
and now I train at the, we're doing the academy now with uh, Kenzie Page and CMD. So nice. Are they the main trainers that you guys right. have? Yeah. That's awesome. It's fun. Yeah. What was, in your opinion, what was the worst part of training? Um, the hardest part for me was like footwork and um, learning footwork and <clears throat> just steps, man. That was the hardest, like for sure. Um, the technical wrestling stuff kind of came easy, to be honest with you, which is probably why I stick with it. Um, but the other stuff and uh, trying to learn just how to put matches together, like there's so much intricacy you can do in like matches and all kinds of stuff. So it's just, it's a lot to learn and I'm still learning. Like I'm still green. So, um, yeah. Is it, is it tough for you being on the promotion side of things while also being a character in the ring? Correct. At new South shows, trying to run a show as far as, cause I do tickets and stuff like, Everybody that comes to the door, I pretty much know them and I've known them for years because I've had to do ticket lists and I know these people by names now, so they know me. So like trying to do that and making sure everybody's doing the right stuff um, security wise and also having to worry about, you know, wrestling that later that night. So it's, it's a lot going on trying to yeah. balance mentally for sure. Do you, do you like doing all that? Like what, and yeah. I, this is a loaded question, you know, but would you, would you rather do one or the other with New South? Uh, yes and no. I mean, I love wrestling, but I also like doing the stuff up front, you know, helping out. But, you know, ultimately I like to wrestle. Um, when I go to other promotions, it is sort of a breather that I don't have to actually try to run a show mm -hmm. or worry about anything about running a show, you know, <laughs> yep. stuff like this. So. I can just focus on the wrestling aspect, but uh, yeah, I guess a good balance, you know. And for everybody in the chat, one thing we were, we were talking about before we went live was uh, how we we do we do all of our own graphics and stuff, and Chris does some of the videos, and I do some of the videos, and Chris is like the mastermind of Twitch, and we were talking about programs we use and all this this kind of stuff, and I just have to say that. I love all of the New South, oh, yeah. like videos you guys do, the 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 stuff before Action Clash, in in between, like all all the little commercials that you guys have, all the vignettes for for upcoming stuff. I mean the the Halloween graphics for for the show that was around Halloween was fantastic. So kudos to you guys and your designers and yeah. all those guys in the video production for putting all that stuff together because it is definitely top notch. So yeah, yeah. Shout as out someone to that does that, please yeah. know that you guys are doing awesome. Yeah, thank you, Chris McKinnis and TJ Burks, man. They're they're they do all that stuff and like Chris is top notch. Like like you're saying, man. Like he's really good. And I met Chris in high school. I went to high school with Chris. And uh, he's been around the local wrestling scene for uh, about the same time, about 20 years. So, uh, yeah, he does a lot of stuff for WWE stuff, too. He designs oh, wow. a lot of the gear. I know he's done Zack Ryder stuff and a lot of the New Day gear. 
like designs on them. Very so, cool. Uh, yeah, he has some he has some credentials. But yeah, he's he's really good man. I love the new intro video package. Yes. That you guys have got going yeah. lately too, as right. as well for the intro to everything. So. Right. I wish I could edit like that. Like I'm right? amazing at editing, man. Like I wish I could do that. It's so hard. Like it would it's take so me weeks, intricate. months, dude. Like I could probably do it, but months, man. It would take me that long to like piece it. <laughs> well, I yeah. I mean, last last week, I think it was last week. Chris and I were talking to uh, John, and hopefully, I say his last name, Philip Pavad. Uh, no, Philipavage. See, I almost said it wrong. I'm with it. <laughs> I, I almost said it wrong. He would kill me if I said it wrong. <laughs> But he does all the life of stuff for IWT. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. And he was talking about like all the editing and and I, I mean that in and of itself, I mean man. is so much stuff because you're just getting bits and pieces. There's no telling, man. And you're trying to tell their story Seriously. through what they're giving you. So I can't even imagine the editing that would go through right. with that stuff. I was gonna say, imagine the drive, the terabyte, or whatever he's gonna have for all that footage and the hours he's gonna watch that. Man. All right, that's, that's exactly. Good. Yeah, I exactly. have one match to edit, and I'm gonna say it takes me days. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys have the training school down there. Yeah. Who who should we, the fans of New South, be yeah. looking for to come out as 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 the top dog, per se, from the training classes that are going on down there. I know it's tough. I know it's big tough. Dave. Big Dave. Everybody big Dave, loves no Big question. Dave. Yeah, Big Dave. BDSM, man. I don't know if you know those guys on Twitter. but uh, Since 1999. Them. Hey, yes. hey, With the catchphrases and all. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to Big Dave, Lee. Right. Love those guys. At some point, I'm going to nail the both of them down, or one of us is, Please, so that we can get them on gold. and do an interview, because yeah. it would be it would be gold. Yeah. You should, for sure. Yes. Gold. We will we will get them at some point. So okay. So everybody out there, Big Dave is the one you need to be watching. And he's been he's been getting in the ring. That's right. Lately. He's been doing really good, like seriously. Yeah. All Twitter jokes and everything aside. Dude's hustling. He's lost a lot of weight. He puts in the work. Yeah, he's he's serious about it. Like you gotta respect it. I was surprised to see Lee in the ring. Lee's awesome. And man, I forget who was out there. It must have been, I don't know, maybe last week or the week before, man. He just laid out one of the guys. Don Campbell. Just uh, yes. Yeah. I mean, just absolutely yeah. laid him out. And I lost hey. my head when it happened because I didn't expect it from yeah, him we didn't at either. all. Look, I was watching it from the back on the monitor and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Did not expect it at all from him. Oh man, Lee's a good guy, man. He's a really good guy. Yes, I, I, they're, they're so much fun. We met them, got to meet them down at SCI. Okay, they right. literally, like, made the hot dog eating contest yeah. so, so <laughs> great. Like, there's nothing better than than those couple of videos. And go check them out on our YouTube from the hot dog eating contest from SCI. Just Dave was in the zone. He wasn't, he wasn't blinking. He wasn't doing, he was, he was there. He was staring a hole through something. Did you do this contest? I did not. I was supposed to, and, and, and I said I would do it. And then it got to the time 
and I was like, wait, hold on. There's, there's not enough plates of hot dogs here. And they were like, Oh no, no, no. We'll, we'll make you another plate. I'm like, Nope, don't worry about it. I'm good. I'm good. You, you guys have all the fun. <laughs> I've actually entered one of the Nathan's hot dog eating contests, like the real legit ones, like the qualifiers they do to go to yeah. Coney Island or whatever. And this was, I was probably like 22. I don't know what I was doing. Like, I don't know why the hell I did it, but I got smoked. Like the dude, I, I think I ate like 10 hot dogs. And I think the winner probably had like 40 something, man. <laughs> like it was the guy with the spiked hair. I forgot his name. Okay. Was, uh, yeah. Pat what, something. What was your, what, what was your oh, way man. to, were you dunking? Oh yes. I had, I think lemonade was the thing. They had water and lemonade. They passed out to everybody. Uh, it's disgusting. Like, yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah. They I couldn't do that. Like their own cups and stuff. And like, like they were serious when i got in there i was like yeah this is gonna be fun and like these dudes are like ready dude like <laughs> how many hot dogs you eat and like kind of asking me i'm like oh this is my first time kind of thing and they're just like bros dude like i'm, I'm not in my element at all <laughs> they they were like uh we could just check this guy out so yeah, we don't have to worry about dude, him he's out <laughs> oh okay so we talked a little bit about training talked a little about little bit about you guys training wrestlers so lately you've had a lot of great matches not just with, at new south but in other various places you were at the sub grab show where you took on cabana man dan uh and then you tagged with him not too not too long after that what's it like getting into the ring with such a veteran like cabana man dan oh man it was awesome like you you hear the stories about you know he's awesome he's one of the vets and it's like until you wrestle him like it's one of those things until you wrestle somebody you can just you just know there's a there's a feeling to it of how they take on the match how they lead the match and a lot of credit to him and like He's one of the hardest working dudes I know for sure. Um, and that's, that's definitely one of my favorite matches for sure. What was the atmosphere? I mean, we saw it on, on IWTV, but, but being there live, going into the ring, what was the atmosphere there at oh, SUP? It's, it's different. I was telling Jesse this after the show too. It's like, I used to play in a hardcore band and do hardcore shows, go to all kinds of metal shows, stuff like that. And that's like the energy it felt like the people were just like into everything and it was um it, it was it's not your typical wrestling crowd if i can say that like um another great crowd that i've been to is action like that crowd eats up everything they're loud they're into it um but like two separate totally different vibes at both of those shows so it, it's crazy it's cool now you wrestled cabana man and then you tagged with Cabana Man, you also at SCI got to tag with That's the right. wrestling genius Daniel yeah. Makabe. Yes. What being in the and and that SCI totally threw everybody that was there and probably mm -hmm. watching for for a a, a left turn because right. we were all like, oh shit, Makabe <laughs> is going to wrestle. Brandon Williams, right? That's gonna be amazing. Right. Like, I we were all like, "Oh man, this is." And then, no, 
no, right. time out, right. pump the brakes. No, we're tag teaming together against Suplex Science. Right. So what's it like then being able to tag with two people that have been around for so long? Like what, what, what did you take away from that Makabe match? Um, listening to Makabe and the way he just puts together stuff and his psychology on wrestling um, was different. Um, I had wrestled Alex and Tangra both at action. Yep. So that was cool going into that knowing kind of knowing what I'm up against, you know? Um, so there was a familiar, familiar there. Um, but yeah, Makami's a genius, man. Like just his thought, just the way he put everything together and the spots that he was calling and just like explaining why you were doing it instead of what you're doing, if that makes sense. Is it a, was it a different kind of wrestling lesson than what you got, what you would get from uh, CMD? Uh, definitely. Um, a lot of those guys, like a lot of vets that I've listened to all have a different way. They have the same way of going about it, but they all have a different way to get there. So a lot of paths is the same destination. So um, yeah, T two totally different ways of thinking, but uh, especially being a tag match, you know, I I'm not in a lot of tag matches. So the way he was putting that together too, like learning about tag matches, which is a whole nother monster, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> I like singles matches. I'm a single, I like singles <laughs> matches. Uh, it's a lot less, a lot less to think about for me, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Definitely. Now you, you also mentioned before, and I and Christopher, I see you in the chat talking about the band stuff. We are going to hit music. Trust me, I already had it on my list before you even said anything. So don't worry, chat and Chris, we will get to the music part of Brandon's background. Uh, we're gonna we're talking a little bit of wrestling right now. Come on, bear 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 with me, people. Come on, please. Please. And now I've literally just lost my train of thought. Now I have to go back and think about where I was. That's my life, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Vic says sports. Yes, yeah, sports music. Sports music, comics, movies, all that stuff. TV. We throw it all in together. Yeah. Uh, man, what the hell was I going to ask you? We were talking about tag team, Makabe, yeah. CMD. I don't know. We're just going to move on. Yeah. That's all we can do. Oh, now I remember. You're, you, you had mentioned um, the 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 different wrestlers coming around doing you know their clinics. Yeah. I you guys recently had Alex Zane. Correct. There at New South. Did you get a chance to be a part of his clinic? I did not. Oh. That's a, that's another thing too. Like running the business side, I get to miss out on a lot of the fun stuff like that because I'm putting out seats and taking phone calls and this and that it's just yeah. making sure all the business side Correct. of things is now, sometimes care i get to take them but yeah i don't have that luxury sometimes but i heard it was a really good seminar like that's one of the trainees favorite seminars so uh yeah of the seminars that you have been to mm -hmm. like who who were for anybody any wrestlers that are listening that are coming up like who who are some of the seminar people out there that you would definitely recommend and say, hey, you need to go to X, Y, and Z. 
Uh, Gresham Seminar was really good. Obviously, I liked that one, being a technical guy. But uh, he put in a lot of work in Gresham's uh, seminars. I've taken his twice. Um, another seminar I've taken is uh, Dan Housen's seminar, which was more of a media-based. So okay, um, it's really good, too. I mean, he opened my eyes to a lot of... Uh, a lot of things using the internet that I didn't know about. <clears throat> um, I'm trying to think of another seminar I've taken. Um, off the top of my head. I'll come back to that one. Put that works for me. I'm, I'm so bad at this. <laughs> don't, don't even worry. Um, I, comes it, in, as soon as I get off, I'll think of like five more seminars I've been to that I have stories about. But yeah. I literally just forgot the question I was going to ask you. So you can't be worse than that, Brandon. <laughs> you can't be worse than that. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna we're gonna take a turn. We're gonna we're gonna leave wrestling for a little bit. We talked outside of wrestling before, but now we're now we're gonna get into some of this music stuff. And okay. I love music. I'm a huge music guy. I I remember seeing a tweet where you talked about i think an, it was an Ozfest show where you, you love judas priest and you love yeah. my boys in hate breed coming, yes. come <laughs> representing from connecticut oh, as man. i lived there for, for 15 years <laughs> love those guys so my first question is as a hate breed fan okay. what's your favorite hate breed song oh man uh voice of contention is one of my favorites. I jam that one out a lot. Um, Perseverance, obviously, like the popular ones are good. Um, I like probably Rise of Brutality. It's probably my favorite album. Okay. Uh, this is now. Love that song. Great song. I think I discovered Hate Breed off a Headbangers Ball CD that had This Is Now on it. I think I was in 11th grade at that time. And I'd heard them before, but I started listening to that. And I was like, man. These guys rule. Like I was into metal, like radio metal at that time. Because again, this was the time of internet. I didn't know too much, so whatever I heard on the radio at the time, like Slipknot, Corn, and all that stuff, which I still have a soft spot for those guys. Yeah. But uh, then I started diving off into hardcore music, Hate Breed, Terror, all that stuff. Love that stuff, man. <laughs> now I'm assuming you've seen Hate Breed live. Yes, I've seen them three times. Three times? Yeah. One at Ozfest, another at Knotfest in California, and Nashville, another time in Nashville, I think. Okay. Well, are, they're, they're are, so good, though, man. Oh, they are. I mean, like, I, yeah. we saw them at one of the Carolina Rebellions. Uh, they played there, and they played one of the smaller stages, and they were fantastic. I've seen them in small ass places like oh, nice. Toad, Toad's Place in Connecticut, oh, where you have like 150, maybe 200 people oh, there. Oh, that rules, dude! So and I it's love just, to do that. It's you're you just feel like part yeah. of the whole scene that's going on there. They're are so you? Yeah. Uh, are you a guy that gets into the pit? Are Are yeah. you throwing? Yeah, dude. I'm crowd surfing, my uh, slam dancing, dude. I'm all into that, man. Like. Maybe not so much now. I haven't been to a hardcore show probably in a good whew, five years, maybe four or five years. Um, obviously, since COVID, there wasn't too much going on then. So yeah, <laughs> not a lot yeah. of moshing at that time. But uh, 
yeah man i was into it what do you think of hatebreed's new album uh i like it i like hatebreed man like i like any of the stuff they put out but it's more like it's more crisp studio metal it's, they're, they're it's different from, like, it's like digital like you can tell it's really yeah really, uh studio <laughs> studioed out but uh i mean i like Justin, man i like i like jamie dude like all his vocals just get me hyped dude <laughs> and like having seen them numerous times yeah and and being a fan of them like my my wife is like how how can you like a band that's called hate breed oh, i'm like but that's 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 just a name yeah. that's not even if you right. listen to if you break down their lyrics oh man Uplifting. a lot of their lyrics are very <laughs> positive very man like it's empowering yeah it really is like if you're in a rut like it's really one of those like self-empowering uh cliche stuff but it like man it's like talking to you man like it, yeah. it get it it not only gets you hyped yeah for something you right. know like i could definitely i would listen to that as i would be getting ready or driving to like hockey games when i was playing yeah, hockey yeah. like just to get into that like mindset but like even there uh, other times like this is now is a it's a very positive yeah. song and it, right. it sucks that people and I'm, I'm not throwing my wife under the bus here or anything, but it sucks that people look at it like that and say like, oh, you like a bandit called hate breed? Like, right. what, what the fuck is that? Like, why, know, yeah. why, why are you breeding hate? And you're like, no, that's 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 not it at all. Like, oh, yeah. that's not I even mean, how the band got their name. It was from oh, yeah. another song. I mean, for the longest time, people call them skinheads and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, and they're anti like that stuff. So it's crazy. People make me sad. Yeah so now your hardcore stuff mm -hmm. what were you what were you out in california doing with that um i flew out to california uh to live with my dad out there and this was in san jose and i'd gone to hardcore shows around here and stuff like that so when i moved out there i just started looking up like where are some hardcore shows i'm just gonna go go to some hardcore shows meet some people and just do that so um I went to a few shows and met my homies in Maya Over Eyes, which um, they're a hardcore band from San Jose. And I started doing merch for them. Um, we went on like a week, a week and a half long run up the West Coast with Marauder. Okay, I'm sure you, do you know Marauder? I, I've heard the Marauder before, yeah. Uh, yeah, um, we went up the coast with them. So I was selling merch and uh, all kinds of stuff, man living the van life, live, sleeping in a van, dude. <laughs> right? So now I, I know that we said we'd get into like travel stories, but since since we're on the music side of things, yeah. like what's the craziest music related travel story that you have from that time? Um, we were, uh, this is, uh, yeah, okay. So we were going to Fresno, California from San Jose and we picked up one of our buddies and, uh, I don't know the guy too well. He's kind of like a hothead, right? So like very confrontational, but like not to your face about it. Like it looked like he was just gonna go off. So like he was riding with us. He's buddies with everybody. He doesn't really know me that well. So we're riding down there and he's just chugging and like liquor bottles, dude. Like oh, back man. to back. And I'm like, man, is this dude gonna be okay? Like he's going with us. 
And so we get out of the gas station and he gets out, walks up to the front door and tries to use the bathroom. They won't let him. And he just walks out the door and uses the bathroom right there, like right outside the gas station door, man, in front of everybody. And I'm sitting in the van. I'm like, dude, we got to get y'all get in the van. We got to get the hell out of here. Dude. We, we got to go. We got to go. Right. Like, yeah. So, yeah, we go down there. We go to this house party and we get down there probably about 10 o'clock at night. And uh, it's Power Trip. I don't know if you listen to Power Trip, but they were playing in the garage and it was probably like 60 people capacity, man. Man, so that uh, must have been like when they first, yes, when Power this Trip first started. And 11. Yeah. It was Power Trip, Alpha and Omega, um, and a couple of hardcore bands from there. But uh, man, so good, dude. Like, so good. Oh, and I, I ate a bunch of weed cookies and got like. Oh, super blitz like it was insane dude like that was the probably yeah crazy man chris will never let me live down the fact that i missed power trip set at i think that same carolina rebellion that i was talking about that i saw hate breed as i i came to the show late my i couldn't get an early enough flight chris also missed most of it too because he had to let me he had to give me my bracelet and go to the car to let me in. And the two other guys that we were with were like, yeah, no, 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 we're not leaving. You you, you can go let Chuck into the car to put his <laughs> stuff away. I was like, sorry, Dude, sorry, Chris. So good, so good. I, and, and now Christopher, I, you, you'll, you might never be able to see them. I don't not know if they're ever gonna, ever gonna replace uh, and tour again, split. but. Sucks, man. It does. Drugs suck. It does. Okay. So, the one thing that we need to talk about, and it ties in music, and, a, and apparently it ties in wrestling, you put some tweets out about it, and it's Headbangers Brawl. It's Not Headbangers Ball, for anybody that's old enough to, to, to remember that. But headbangers brawl. So give us the the info on what this project is going to be. Uh, basically a mix of like metal, hardcore music, culture, and wrestling. And because the parallels between the two are so like almost like matching, man. Like touring with a hardcore band and then going doing bookings with uh, independent wrestling, man. It's like it's almost the same hustle, like merchandise, um, just levels of bands and like just how it, it parallels the wrestling scene. Mm. So um, yeah, just metal music. Um, I know a bunch of, we're gonna try to highlight some different bands from around the country um, and then just have different banger matches, man. Um, try to get people who may have been in bands before um, are influenced in the hardcore scene, metal scene, which I've met a ton of people who have interest in it. So just kind of mix that together. Um, maybe have some live bands play the actual show. I know we have some around here. I've done some stuff for Sup before, Heel Turn. I don't know if you know those guys. But uh, they're really good. But uh, yeah, just trying to do some stuff like that, man. It's, uh, it's in the very beginning stages right now. I'm trying to get exactly what I want, man. Out. And now is it going to be like some live stuff 
some uh, recorded stuff. Yeah, a live show, but it's going to be recorded for episodes. Kind of. Okay. Thing. I'm thinking about doing just like a rough, rough few, like three or four episodes. Kind of see how it goes. Um, I'm talking to some people about editing and different stuff like that. The little stuff right now. But uh, the book and the wrestling part will be easy. Everything else is is the hard part, man, of getting exactly what you want. Because I don't want it to be just another just another wrestling show, man. I want it to be different. So. Yeah. Def- I mean, I'm in. I, when I saw it, I was like, right. I mean, I grew up in the heyday of, of Headbangers Ball. Right. So I remember staying up late to watch that on MTV and and listening to all the bands and everything. So when I saw that it was Headbangers Brawl, I was like, I think I even commented on it. I was like, I don't know what this is about, but I love yeah. it just with the name. It's really cool. Man. See, I was into the revamp of Headbangers Brawl when uh, the 2000s years, I guess, whenever I song new about, I found a hate rate song. Mm-hmm. Like those years, I got into it a lot. So did you ever do you or did you ever play an instrument uh guitar okay play guitar. Play and guitar. i'm i'm gonna assume that you were well i didn't think you were playing acoustic guitar hey, look, in a, hey, in a thrasher band but that <laughs> in a hardcore band but that would be a great shtick hey, seriously dude Some uh, classical uh, guitar and hardcore man <laughs> So, did you play with any bands? Uh, I played in the hardcore band from my area called Twenty One and One. Yes, it is a play off the Undertaker thing. Oh. Uh, yeah, you can actually look it up. It's 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 okay stuff, you know. It's it's not bad. <laughs> so okay, so so I'm gonna write this down as well. Is yeah. it Twenty One and One like Hard. written out words or just the uh, numbers? numbers. Twenty One. Okay. And the little signal for and yep. and one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I will be checking that out. You should, man. If it, it's it's not bad stuff, man. Like, it's not the greatest, but whatever. Okay. <laughs> is what it is. So, how did you get started in music then? Oh man, uh, I got a guitar when I was in high school. Messed around with it. Um, and then me and my buddies, uh, one of my buddies, Drew, that does sound for us at New South, he's a drummer. So uh, we got together, um, went to hardcore shows, stuff like that. Um, just started picking it up, playing, man. Just uh, listened to a lot of hate breed, <laughs> trying to do, like, that was our influence, like, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it, it, it went fairly successful, I guess. I mean, for local, we played a lot of local shows with some big bands, and uh, we recorded, so that was a big thing for me. So, yeah that's fun did you ever open for anybody that you were like oh my god i can't believe we're opening for so and so um i mean we played with like bands like lionheart before i don't know if you listen to stuff like that that's big for me like um a lot of the hardcore bands i was listening to like the west coast scene stuff like that but there was nobody like huge 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 gotcha. which means the hardcore scene there's not like really a ton of huge huge fans except i mean hey obviously one of the biggest ones but yeah what's shows for a long time like that's okay. how i got into booking like i started booking hardcore shows for a long, long time um i booked white chapels one of their first alabama shows ever uh when they were just starting out man uh 
which is pretty cool. I had video of it somewhere online somewhere of, uh, yeah, they're young kids, man, playing the stuff. But like, as soon as he let out growls, man, like you could look around the crowd and know it was different. Like this dude was different. Like, yeah. Insane. Yeah. I was going to, and it's funny that you brought up the booking of bands. I was actually going to ask is, (laughs) is it harder? Is it harder to book a, a, a musical act or, either yourself or a full wrestling show oh man music if it depends on what skill you're doing in that now once when i started booking bigger bands you had to start doing like agents and stuff like that which kind of be a headache you know they mm. want certain stuff they want this and that and you know some of the bands came in with a rock star attitude some of them not all of them but yeah so you got to deal with that but yeah that's the same wrestling too so yeah again go back to the parallel it's the same so now is there a time frame for when headbangers brawl is gonna come out um i think i'm gonna try march or april i'm looking at venues right now we thought i had a venue but it kind of fell through and i just want to make sure the pieces are together instead of trying to rush it i know obviously sounds cliche but yeah is it march april okay so everybody look out march april for that i'm sure we'll see some more tweets about it please follow brandon on twitter he only has twitter we'll 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 get into the into that later i'm pretty sure chris chris does he's got it in the bottom corner of the screen so twitter is at hook and stretch please everybody go follow uh so another road to a thousand baby Yes, road to a thousand. <laughs> That's the hashtag. Hashtag road to a thousand for Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> so another thing outside of wrestling that I wanted to touch on is you you took a little bit of time away because you had a shoulder injury. We've seen you wrestle for the past couple of weeks in various places. So I'm assuming the shoulder injury is is better. How better. was taking time away and recouping and all that? sucks man like mentally dude like <laughs> i was in a bad mental place man like if I, if I break my schedule i'm a real like routine guy like obsessively routine so like if it breaks my routine i kind of get mentally out of whack so not being able to go to the gym mm. and like do the lifts now i can do some lifts but like if i start getting mentally out of whack man like i'll lose it like <laughs> it's hard to explain so like it was kind of hard but now that i'm getting better like this past few weeks i've been a lot better i've been going to the gym and eating a little bit better i don't know about thursday but i'm gonna kill the diet dude i'm killing it thursday but uh yeah uh it was hard though that month and a half man so i i can't imagine like like tearing an acl knock on wood or something yeah <laughs> you know being out for that long man, you know now did the injury happen i'm assuming the injury happened during a match Correct. Yeah. Um, I think it happened in July at one of our action glass tapings. I just fell weird on my shoulder. Um, mm. and it's one of those things. And then I didn't take it lightly. I was just thought it was just pain. So I was just like, you know what, I'm not gonna be a baby. I'm gonna get over it. So I continued to lift. And then I think the weekend after SCI, cause it was hurting bad. <laughs> like after that week. Um, yeah, it was really hurting bad after that week. So I went to the doctor. And I was like, man, something's up. Like, I know pain, I can get through pain, but this is just like, it keeps lasting. So it was just a grade one AC joint, which is not terrible, but it is hindering for sure. Yeah. 
dumb question and because no. you mentioned falling and mm. all that kind of stuff is there is there ever any tumbling like training on how to tuck and roll or how to roll a certain way you know while you're going through wrestling training uh for sure man i think judo i went to like learn break falls and like rolling and stuff like that no the falls are a little different from like pro wrestling it's the way you fall but it's it's kind of the same as like spreading your impact out the best you can mm -hmm. so when i did that fall i fell just directly on this shoulder right here first so it was just one of those things man yeah was but, it uh, yeah, like go, go ahead no but yeah you can learn i mean rolling and stuff tumbling it helps a ton like starting judo i've been doing judo for probably almost a year and a half two years now and uh yeah it's helped a lot doing that stuff when you hit the shoulder was it like that moment where you're like oh crap no. i think i fucked something up That's the, it's not it wasn't it was one of those things probably adrenaline going at that time i didn't but uh it was just a dull, kind of a, just a nagging pain after that, you know, mm -hmm. just call it another wrestling, whatever, I'll be fine in a week, continuing to lift, and then I was doing some overhead lifts, and it just started to hurt really bad then, so I don't know if I just aggravated it enough to, like, minor tears or something, but after that, it was just, like, it, it took, it takes a long time to recover, like, yeah. Yeah. I'm getting old, man. Uh, you're not even old. Are we going to talk about this? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're not even old. I'm old. Nah. I'm old and broke down. Like, I'm feeling I, it, man. I look, I literally look like a gremlin with my uh, white <laughs> patch going through my beard here. Majestic, dude. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I am, I am getting to the point where at some, at, at, at somewhere in the next, I don't know, 10 or 15 years, I will be able to achieve my goal of becoming Santa Claus because my beard will be all white at some point. It's so, awesome, man. Like I'm a Christmas guy. So. I'm, me too. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to that. Now, Thanksgiving is yes. in a couple of days. You mentioned mm -hmm. you're definitely gonna eat on Thanksgiving. We we have we have a special Thanksgiving portion of our interview coming up a little bit later on in the show we're not we're not we're not there yet we're not there yet but i want to know what is the one thing you look forward to the most at thanksgiving and it could be dinner it could be like beforehand or what like what's the thing that you look forward to the most oh i think Brandon might have froze. Yep. Oh, he might be back. Were you there? Yes. Yeah. Yes, we're good now. <laughs> All right, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I was like, hmm, Brandon is staying in that one position a little bit too long. I think he might have froze. <laughs> I was trying to play what I wanted, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, if I don't know if I finished the question, what food is that where we're going? So, well, not, not, it couldn't, it, at, what's the one thing that you look forward to the most at Thanksgiving? Now it, it could be, 
it could be the a certain part of the dinner like i really love the cranberry sauce or it could be no you know i, I really like noshing on all the appetizers that my family does or no i just like hanging out with all the family like what's your favorite part of thanksgiving oh man probably eating and watching football man like we'll watch the nfl games even though the lions suck but uh we'll watch some football but macaroni and cheese rolls mashed potatoes and turkey man i'm a simple guy like that's where i'm going that's where i'm going first man the rolls dude like that's where it's nice at. <laughs> Ho homemade rolls or like store-bought uh i like homemade rolls no don't get me wrong but i'll go with the sister schubert's man the bag or panned they're both mm. good See, we don't have those up here in the north. See, yeah, I'm trying to think of something similar. Well, probably anything. Whatever, rolls, man. <laughs> rolls in general are good. I mean, what's like what's a what's a thing up there? What's what's a northern Thanksgiving? Is it like is it drastically different? No, I think all Thanksgivings, I mean, are pretty much the same. I mean, you know, everybody's got turkey, you got your mashed potatoes. Like I I know casserole? say that again. Green bean casserole. Is that a thing? That is a, that is a thing. My family never did that. My 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 mom always did what she called drunken sweet potatoes. What's that? So it was basically like a sweet potato cast like casserole where she would just slice the sweet potatoes, layer them in a in a casserole dish with butter, a hmm. little bit of brown sugar in between each layer, and then you pour some hearty liquor on top now my mom uh, my mom always used i think some type of scotch i think i use captain morgan's um uh, you know you have right. to rep i have to rep the captain name somewhere so <laughs> i always i always throw in some 100 proof captain morgan oh, nice. on there oh, and then you, nice. oh yeah oh yeah and then you top it off with marshmallow I'm digging that, dude. I've never heard of that. That sounds really good, actually. See, and I, I don't know if that's like a thing anywhere else, but man, like every year, my mom would have that every year. My dad would never eat it, so my mom would always make him like roasted potatoes or sweet potatoes or something, but like pretty much everybody else that was at the table was eating the sweet potato, the drunken sweet potatoes. I didn't know if y'all did like a, do like an Italian Thanksgiving. My mom did a taco Thanksgiving last year. I just went with it, man. Like, I, I, I want my Thanksgiving food, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, my head is very strict on, on what I want at my Thanksgiving. It's, it's turkey, it's stuffing, it's mashed potatoes or sweet potatoes. Now that I'm with my wife, she does an awesome kick-ass broccoli and cheese casserole, which is fantastic. She makes her own cranberry sauce, which is, as much as I love the jellied cranberry sauce that you could just slice off at, <laughs> with like a, a samurai sword and get like really thin. You really guards, man. Just yeah, exactly. That. As much <laughs> as I love that, her, her, her homemade one is fantastic. But I mean, for me, I just like being around family. The food is yeah. the best. I This year I won't be cooking a full dinner. Uh, we're just doing some appetizers and stuff that we're bringing over, but it'll be, it'll be a little sad, but I'm still making in, in memory of my mom, her, her stuffing will be made. So don't worry, mom. I'm making your stuffing. It's just gonna happen the day later. That's all. That's all. So favorite dessert from Thanksgiving. 
for compline. I don't have it much, man. I, I find myself eating these foods only at Thanksgiving, so maybe that's part of it. I'm not a big pumpkin. I'm not a big pumpkin stuff. So, yeah, pecan pie. Nice. And some strawberry pretzel salad. Strawberry pretzel salad, that's so dope, man. Wait, time out. Explain. Explain yourself, sir. Salad. It's like a... Oh, man, it's like a caramelized uh, pretzels and strawberry mix and whipped cream on top and it's like you can cut into little squares okay okay so, i got you now i think yeah. i i think i've had that before so it's like a crust on the bottom yes made yeah. of the pretzels and everything okay yeah. gotcha yeah. not so gotcha. weird like fruity vegetable salad <laughs> that's on my diet I, man i'm trying I, to live right now <laughs> thanksgiving week <laughs> right we were having dinner tonight and my and my wife said she was like oh yeah i was talking to somebody about like what they do they asked me what we're doing for thanksgiving and i told them and she's like yeah we don't even really, really do thanksgiving anymore and she was like well like why and the person she was talking to said because i hate doing the damn dishes afterwards oh. she goes for the last like three years we've just ordered out chinese food and that's been our thanksgiving dinner and i was like i love that too i'm, hey, I'm down with that works. Yeah, if it works for everybody, I'm with it, man. Yeah, exactly. Cracker Barrel, man. I've been to Cracker Barrel on Thanksgiving. Do y'all have Cracker Barrel? I'm sorry. Do y'all have that up yes. here? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm an idiot. So yeah, okay. Great. No, <laughs> do, do, trust me. Out of with all the people that we've talked to from all around the country, there are places like I've never even heard of. Like everybody talks about what's it called? I'm gonna butcher the name. Uh, Bucky's. But what is never it? Never been. Never been. Like everybody talks about that never even heard of it until like everybody was like this is the greatest place in the entire world yeah, because it's, now. it's yeah. a gas station and like a convenience store yeah i should have bought bucky stock this year because they're rising because i Ooh. see it everywhere man <laughs> yep like it here in central pa it's like like those types of gas stations we got either uh sheets so, i've never been or heard of that stuff Yep, we got sheets or like a local one around here, which is called Rudders. And that's like literally like just in this area of Pennsylvania, maybe a little bit farther away, but. I need to check it out because I think it's just a gas station, man. Like they got to do something. I got to yeah. go maybe to to get the uh, the full effect. Yes. Everybody puts it over, man. Like puts that place over, dude. I, I forget who the heck we were talking to, but they were like, yeah, there's like a hundred gas tank fill stations and the place is enormous it's like going to a walmart with a a, a gas station what are we doing man I, <laughs> hey good for them that they can sell their own merch and everybody wants their own merch yeah no, you're right Shit. i can't hate man no definitely not <laughs> so i'm gonna throw it over to christopher christopher do we have any questions from chat for uh, Mr. Brandon here. Yes, we do. We have a few questions in the chat. Nice. You guys have covered so many subjects that of course we have questions. So uh, let's start from the beginning where we got way off the rails and we're talking about Star Wars there for a while. Just, uh, just a little bit. Vic just wanted to know what was Brandon's most underrated Star Wars character? Can you hear me still? Yep. Yeah, we can hey, hear cool. you. Sorry. The video can you hear Chris? Now. Okay. Sorry. I thought my connection went bad again. 
Oh no, I I am just the voice in the sky, so that's probably what's throwing you off. (laughs) Oh, underrated Star Wars character. Man. Um I thought Obi-Wan in the prequels got a lot of a lot of hate, man. He did get a lot of like when that was out, he got a lot of hate. Um I thought he did a very good job playing that role. Um uh, Job of the Hut didn't get enough screen time for me. Um, yeah, probably Job of the Hut. Good, great character, like they didn't mm-hmm. touch, touch anything on what it could have been, man. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, old bad guy wants to know three places that you'd like to wrestle at. Oh man, um, old bad guy, why are you taking one of my uh, questions here? <laughs> Uh, three places. Uh, Limitless, obviously, that's a really good promotion. Um, high quality stuff up there. Um, another spot is Prestige out in Washington area. Uh, they're actually running all over the West Coast now. Um, I met William, which is the promoter, um, when I was on tour with the band from California. So it's a small world. I met him when I was doing that stuff, and now he was doing band yes. stuff at the time as well. And now we're both uh, running successful uh, stuff on IWTV. You know, Prestige That's awesome. is really good stuff. They're about to start running again next year. Um, so definitely check them out. Um, another spot I would like to do, I kind of have intrigue with the, the pit stuff, man. ICW, the pit. I didn't get to go to Chattanooga this past weekend because I had prior stuff with New South and other things. But uh, I like stuff like that, too. Um, it's a different avenue. So, yeah. Are you okay with getting busted up? Yes and no. (laughs) (laughs) um, Some of the stuff's a little out there for me. Um, Like, when I was doing the backyard stuff in the day, like like I was saying, hardcore wrestling, like we would do thumbtacks and light bulbs and barbed wire, and we probably didn't take safety precautions like people do now, so we were doing it. And I have a huge scar on my arm from a I had to go to the hospital like I got choke slammed on a thing of light bulbs and like a piece of the light bulb jammed through my arm and like I pulled it out and there was fat oozing out of my arm and like they said it was like really close to an artery there which and it could have been it could have been but uh yeah just crazy so I don't, I don't think I could do that now because I'm just older I got a family you know what I mean like I can st- I'll still do some stuff but nothing nothing crazy crazy I know. I don't know if that makes me a pussy or not, but <laughs> I have respect for the guys that not do at it. All. Don't get me wrong. Like I love, I love wrestling and all the avenues. But yeah. So that's funny you say that because it leads us to the next question from old bad guy of what yeah. was your, what's been your worst bump? And I, I, I said, I, I, I would assume there's nothing worse than that. But has there been a bump that's been maybe not as uh, impaling? But worse. Uh, taking a bump the wrong way on some stuff, like hitting your head or like, especially like in the beginning, like catching that whiplash and almost getting knocked out of some bumps, man. Like some of the bumps that don't look that bad are some of the worst, if that makes sense. Uh, some of the bigger bumps I've taken actually haven't been bad at all. I don't know if adrenaline was rushing at the time, but uh one of the bumps at we love pro wrestling 20 i think it was at new south 
I ran and did a flip off the side of the ring onto Stephen Michaels, and I landed on my heel, and I probably could walk on my heel for like two months, man. Uh, I wasn't wrestling much at the time then. I'd only taken a few bookings of what I could get. But, uh, yeah, I was limping for two months, like serious limping because my heel, like, swollen up the size of, like, a softball for a little bit. But uh, that was probably the worst one. Uh, yeah, I broke my arm when I was back there wrestling, but I don't count all that stuff. That sucked. But, <laughs> yeah. All right, so I'm going to read this one verbatim from Old Bad Guy. Uh, so it says, Brandon has put on some muscle lately. How beefy he looking to get. Hey, whoa. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> dude, in a perfect world, man, like 200, 210 of jacked muscle. Man, I don't know if that'll ever happen, dude, but like, that would be nice. Um, I think I'm sitting at probably like, I'm probably like 190, dude. I've been slacking these past, this past, like, what was I say with that shoulder injury, man? I've been slacking that past month. Um, but I can gain weight and shed weight so easy. It's ridiculous. Like, it's a blessing and a curse, for sure. I wish I could do that. It, it sucks, man, because you can put it on quick, but, like, two weeks, dude, water weight, like, if I stay vigilant, I can drop, like, seriously, like, 15 pounds. I know Dang. it's not all fat, but, like, water weight and everything, 15, 20 pounds, man. Which I got to do, like, I got, which I have a booking coming up soon. I don't know if I can talk. I'm, I'm actually going to be a paradigm here. Uh. December the 3rd. I can't say. They haven't announced it yet, so I can't say who I might be working, but yeah, I need to. I need to get on it. Let's just say that because I got some some possible opponents that I definitely need to be on it for sure. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll just leave it at that for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, old bad guy just clarified. He just wants to, it's obviously that the work has been getting done, so. Well, thank you, thank you. Now, he was wanting to also know how excited you are for New Jersey, but I guess we have to twist that a little bit. How are you exci- How excited are you for the promotion to be up in New Jersey? <laughs> very cool, yeah. Like, I'm excited for the guys to go up there. I wish I could go, but like I said, I got to balance personal life things. Um, but it'll be cool to reach new fans uh, that have never seen us before. I know a lot of northern guys will be on the show as well, so it'll be cool to kind of like mix and get to meet new people. Get some new eyes, man. And I'll have fun watching it. I, hopefully, we get to stream it. I'm not sure if we're streaming it that night or not. I think we're trying to, but who knows? But uh, it'll be fun watching it back. This will be one of the first shows I've missed, I think, ever. I missed another one because I was sick. But other than that, I've been to every one, obviously. But uh, wow. yeah, no. I'm glad for him, though. It'll be fun. Uh, Vic asked this maybe jokingly, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Uh, do you know if they'll have grits at concession up in New Jersey? <laughs> Dude, I hope so, man. Dude, I just, I butchered some grits last night. Like, <laughs> I thought they were the instant ones, but, uh, they weren't. So when I bit in, it's like sand. Like, oh. I messed it all up, dude. But grits, dude, I don't know if you know I love grits. Grits are my thing. Grits, cheese, butter. I'm not a grits and sugar guy. Um, I was just gonna ask about that, Chris. Who who mentioned the grits and and sugar? I'm not against it. It's just not my thing. It was one Did of you, the last couple of interviews. Yeah. Right. I yeah. forget who that was. It might have been John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah. It was John. It was John P. Because yep. they were talking about uh, 
they called him Sugar Grits. Yes, yes. He, he gained he gained the nickname Sugar Grits. Okay. They like worlds collide. Look at that. Are you a grits guy? I mean, is that the thing, or any of you grits guys? I love food, so I mean. <laughs> yeah, I've had them before. I mean, we definitely don't have that a lot up here in PA. Yeah, we got other. Say. We got other weird shit from the Pennsylvania Dutch up here. Scrapple. <laughs> yeah. Scrapple. I don't know what that is, but it sounds. You don't want to know what it is. <laughs> Yeah, they didn't have it on the West Coast either. I went to Denny's. Denny's was the only place place with grits, man. And they looked at me weird when I ordered them. So. <laughs> they were like, we've had this thing on the menu for 10 years. Yeah, and this is the first guy this? who's ever gotten it. <laughs> well, it's some of them grits. <laughs> All right, so one more question from the chat. Uh, it's from our VIP, Vic. Uh, it's one of his staple questions. Who do you think has the best gear of all time? Man, best gear of all time. Oh, um, that's harsh. Um, I'm a sucker for the original Kane stuff. Um, old Jeff Jarrett. I like some Jeff Jarrett. Um, I like the simple stuff though too, man. Um, like Daniel Bryan, simple like. Doesn't have to be too flashy for me. Um, but yeah, yeah, jumping in my head, I love the double J, man. Like, you don't see too many people with that type of singlet, like that stuff you had. Mm -hmm. so, or yeah. suspenders that hold up nothing. Yep. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Undertaker, stuff like that. I mean, those are great, but I'm trying to think of different stuff, man. Good choices. Vic, Vic approved. So uh, that's it from the chat. Thanks, everybody. I appreciate you guys asking questions. And Chuck, uh, back to you, buddy. Thank you, chat. Thank you, Chris, for jumping in here. So you mentioned Paradigm. Something's going on on December 3rd. Is that for the UWFI stuff? I'm pretty sure that is the UWFI stuff. Okay. Um, yeah. So do you, do you have any other bookings? that you can grant us privilege as to hear where people can find you yes new south uh, december the 18th that's the only other booking i have it's the third and the 18th um it is the dump sanders holiday special featuring lance archer and jonathan gresham which we will be announcing those opponents very soon so nice it'll be it'll be fun man that'll be a good show it's our tail end show uh, right for christmas uh, a lot of people usually come out, so we're doing like a toy drive, uh, raising money for some kids and stuff like that. So it'll be fun, fun stuff. I don't know, actually, I don't think they told me who I'm working with. See, I own the promotion and I don't even know who I'm working with. Like, that's how it works. Like, <laughs> I don't ever ask. That's another thing too. Like, I guess I don't want to have that stigma of like, hey, I own a promotion. Hey, look at me, I have a match. Like, I don't ever ask for matches. I don't ever ask. To like wrestle people maybe a, a couple of times in seven years of anything i've asked for anything like that um because i just want to work man like everybody else like i'm just trying to hustle man so do you just find out like that the day of the not show the day. Like, no, you no, show no, up no, you're no. putting together the tickets up in the front you know the dumb box by yeah. and goes hey you're wrestling 
that guy. Hey, sometimes it's like that, but I mean, I usually know a few weeks out, you know. So not bad. But uh, yeah, it'll be fun to to cap it off with that. So whatever it is. Definitely. Now you mentioned Gresham. Now yeah. he, we all know what happened with Ring of Honor. He right. is now starting his own promotion. That's correct. Down in Georgia, Terminus. Correct. Right. Him and Baron. Baron Black. Oh, nice. Yeah. Which I'm real good friends with Baron. Baron's Baron's a really good dude too. Took his seminar. Great seminar. So so basically, what you're saying here is without actually saying it, is that at some point when Terminus starts going, we're going to see the locksmith on a Terminus show without you actually no. saying it. I hope so. You know, I'm going to do everything <laughs> I can to uh, to try to make that happen. Like, if I can go help set up the ring, do whatever, man. I, I just want to help learn from people. So hopefully I can do that this next show. Um, just be there to check it out um but yeah that's definitely a goal i think it's obtainable um but yeah just work hard man that's going to be a definitely definitely something i'd like to do next year for sure nice i think that's when he's starting that whole thing up first quarter right. next year and everything now one thing i didn't even touch on and what when we were talking about getting into wrestling and all that kind of stuff but the nickname where did the nickname the locksmith and and also your Twitter handle, yeah. Hook and stretch. Where where did all of what what's the story behind all that? The hook and stretch was my old my first trainer man. Like that was just one of his things he'd always say, man. Like hook and stretch. Like he'd grab a hold, show you how to apply it. You hook the hold, and you apply pressure and stretch it. And you know that's what finishes people. You know that's what finishes yeah. the hold. So I was just starting Twitter like. I wasn't a you know a media guy. I had Facebook, so I don't have Instagram. So I was like, you know what? Let me get a Twitter. That's the wrestling thing. Um, just come up with a name. I typed in some. They were already used. Sounds like screw it, man. Hook and stretch. I know no one's using that. And just yeah, just went with that. And as far as the locksmith, um, I was just trying to come up with something, man, because Brendan Williams is like the most generic, you know, creative character wrestler name ever. You know, boring and. You know, I had to go by my name because, like I said, I was doing tickets for years. Like, these people know me as Brandon Williams. Like, so you I know could, you couldn't be somebody else, yeah. If I come in there and say, hey, guys, I'm this guy, and I do this gimmick, then it's like, no, you're Brandon. I know you do. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, I have to use that in my wrestling. So I was like, man, I got to have something because I just, I, you know, I can't just say, hey, it's Brandon Williams. Who? Like, you know, like, <laughs> you got to have something catchy to maybe they'll remember me because it's hard <laughs> it's and it's not the most generic name i mean that would be like john smith <laughs> it's close man it might be <laughs> <laughs> it's like the most used names ever last name first name. So, wwe oh. comes out with their next game and, and the creative character's name is brandon williams that's correct look backyard wrestling name was biohazard dude <laughs> like, oh see i like that yeah, it's so lame but uh yeah dude <laughs> now since every see now this this gets into like character development here so, so yeah. since everybody knew you yeah did you ever think about okay like i just don't want to be myself i'm gonna put on a mask at the, my first ever training match i wore a mask and this was probably like six months into my training i went to a show in tennessee 
some kind of fundraiser show. And I was the uh, the Scranton Strangler from uh, which one, the office. So that was the, that was the pun on that. Wore a mask, black singlet. Uh, yeah, the entire match was called in the ring. Like none of it was planned. I had to go to separate locker rooms when I got there because my trainer was like, "Oh, see, I'll see you in the other locker room. See you in the match." Yeah. I'm, you son of a bitch, man. Like <laughs> this is my first match. I'm nervous as hell, and you're just gonna like, you know, we're not even gonna talk about anything. He's like, nope walked off and i'm like texting them off i'm like dude what are we doing man this is my first match there's like 200 people here for this fundraiser give I'm me like, something I'm like an idiot so yeah it was it was crazy it went well for our first match you know thankfully it was against my trainer so i knew kind of what we we're doing but uh yeah i yeah i've had to adapt um <laughs> mixing reality and wrestling that's so yeah cool. yeah so i know val the our our favorite Val Pancakes has been in the chat. I don't know if she's oh, still Val. here, but hey, Val. for Val, I love Val, Val, see Brandon says hi, Val. If you're still here, I'm gonna ask some of Val's pertinent questions. She's still here. She says I am. So Val, I'm gonna ask some of your the stack questions just for you. She says hi, Brandon, back from the chat. So one of her questions that she asks is what is your favorite move to take when in the ring oh um favorite move to take in the ring um suplexes suplexes are easy um normal suplexes some suplexes suck german suplexes they're not my favorite because <laughs> I'm usually landing on the back of my head. Um, but yeah, suplexes, easy moves, basic moves. Um, if I don't have to bump at all, that's even better. Um, ground <laughs> yeah. stuff, uh, sweeps and stuff like that are easy. Um, yeah, I like sweeps. If it catches me off guard, it's easier to land instead of bracing to land, I guess. Yeah. So you must have you loved the match with Alex Kane then since he, <laughs> he is the suplex assassin. <laughs> Yeah, I still got PTSD from that match, man. Like, yeah, like, dude, I've never been suplexed. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was a gauntlet, dude. Like, I love Alex. He's an awesome guy. Love that dude. But like, yeah, nine suplexes, man. Like, bless anybody's heart, dude. For real. Like, yeah, right. Beast. Beast. Love that dude, man. So on the alternate side of that, what is your favorite move to do in the ring? uh i love the toe holds man my ankle lock um any kind of chain technical stuff because it all ties together it all like has just a lot of moving parts i mean there's it's such a vast vast ocean you know technical wrestling um so i love doing stuff like that um the fisherman suplex is my deal i've been hitting that lately it actually looks pretty decent mm -hmm. um uh, i'm sticking with that so the bridging fisherman suplex would be that, then the toehold. Nice. Yeah. Now th this isn't particularly a question about you, okay. but you you've seen our our, our podcast friend here, uh, Christopher. Yeah. You you know what Christopher looks like. Yeah. Do you think that Christopher would be able to take one of Alex's suplexes? Oh man. <laughs> Do you think do you think he's up for that? 
Do I think Christopher is up for it? No, hell no. Is it built? Is it built a peanut brittle or like? What is it? <laughs> Tell me about this man. <laughs> I mean, you know, Chris, Chris Christopher, you know, here? played sport, he played football. He was a baseball he's player. Taller, he played he's, hockey. He's taller than me, man. I'm pretty sure he's taller than me. Yeah, Chris. I can remember. Chris is like what six one. Yeah. See, Chris, you could take it. He might could give Alex Kane a suplex, dude. Like, don't put Ooh. it in a round, bro. There you go, Christopher. I don't know Man. about that. I'm like, I'm gonna take that one back. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that, that I, I had to ask that since since you were in the ring with Alex, because yeah, Al, Alex might have said that he wanted to suplex Christopher. He also might have said he wanted to suplex me over Let's a game do. of Uno, but. <laughs> That hey, that that's a whole nother story. Take the big X-Plex, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna butcher this question from Val, but if you had your own wrestling figure, what would your what would the wrestling figure's three sayings be? And right. what would your uh extra pieces be? for your um, action figure man my saying is locked up tapped out that's what i'm going with right now um other than that i got my generic let's go you know what i mean i'm just <laughs> i don't have too many catchphrases so i'm trying to work <laughs> on something man like seriously that's another thing like other than just the name like trying to come up with catchy stuff and like i just i try to present myself as a real guy without being boring like I know that's I don't know that's a hard mix like it's got to be I don't know I'm trying to find that balance man like I get it find, and yeah. and everyone's yelling at me that I forgot the word accessories accessories no you're good I'm already my chain man the chain and lock the John Cena chain and lock that everybody calls it nice uh, that would be an accessory yeah that would that'd probably be it okay yeah <laughs> now for the last Val question yeah I'm gonna take you on a journey okay. It's not just a trip; it's a journey. Okay. And you're going. You're you're a hungry man. You're you you go into a diner. You sit okay. down at that table. You get that menu in front of you, and man, the only thing on this menu is pancakes. That's but it. I'm in heaven, dude. From one to a hundred, it's pancakes. <laughs> That's it. So. How do you take your pancakes? Um, normally, I'm just a butter syrup guy. Okay, but look, if I'm feeling fresh, I'm gonna get the strawberries. I'm gonna get the chocolate chips. I like to put peanut butter on it. Um, I'm not into like pecans and stuff and pancakes, even though I do like pecans and almonds. Um, but fruity stuff. Um, I'm all about the different flavors of syrup too. The blueberries, the maples, the strawberries. Um, I haven't divvied off into anything really crazy. Um, what's your pancake? What's, what, what are you about, man? I am plain Jane. I am butter I mean, and syrup. That, man. Butter no and problem. syrup. That's it. Real by the way, yeah. yeah. By the way, if 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 anybody goes to Dunkin' Donuts, they're they're trying to pitch this new mini pancake bullshit. Don't don't go for it because it sure. is absolutely terrible. Yeah. I'm Absolutely not a big guy, man. You know, I'm not a big Duffy guy. I like Krispy Kreme. I'm a Krispy Kreme rider, dude. 
See, up at, up north, like Duncan just rules all. I mean, it's good coffee, good. Like the wake up wraps are bomb, but like donuts, a little dry, man. I'm a small. They're small. Yeah, small, dry, just like, I don't know, Krispy Kreme, man. The hot, glazed, original, or a custard or a cream filled. Like, yeah, that's where it's at, man. Oh, yeah. We I'm have we so have... food, man. You can tell I'm hungry. Like, we've been talking <laughs> food, donuts. Like, uh, am I even a wrestler, dude? What am I talking about? Like, After we get done wrestling. here, Brandon's driving into town. He's going to get right. some, he's going to get some late night right. snacks. Everybody thought I was going to be talking about wrestling holds and stuff. I'm talking about donuts, <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> hey, that's, we, I love, I love that it. stuff. Right. I love that stuff. <laughs> Donuts, by the way, man, we have this awesome donut shop here in the town that I live in. It's called Maple Donuts. Mm. They make them all locally, and they have probably about like 30 different kinds of donuts, like both like filled and like regular, you know, circle donuts, nothing else on them except like glaze or Mm. blueberry cake donuts and stuff. Mm. If anybody's ever in central PA, you're near my area definitely check out maple donuts it right. is the bomb oh man after this week man i gotta cut it all out man <laughs> seriously because you you got yeah. you only have a week right before yeah, i'm about to say pretty much yeah. just a little <laughs> let me get some water weight off and throw me in there <laughs> are, are you sure you want to have thanksgiving this Dude, week like if yeah i wish i would have found out stuff after Thanksgiving, because I probably don't need to eat. I probably need to get in the gym and get prepared for these matches. <laughs> but we're going to do it, man. <laughs> okay. So, my next question. Mm-hmm. We don't have any flashy graphics for this yet. We have some sounds. I don't know if Chris is even going to cue them up for when we do this. But, Brandon Williams, are you ready to take on the Wrestlers Feud? Let's do it, man. Bring it. He says, bring it on. So the wrestler's feud is literally just like family feud. I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. I have the top four answers on my board here. Okay. You get the normal three strikes. Okay. If Chris gets our little uh, sounds going, please, Christopher, do that. But our, our question for today is Thanksgiving themed. Okay. So, Brandon, name a food you eat at Thanksgiving, but not during the rest of the year. Okay. Uh, cranberry sauce has got to be on there. Ding. Okay. That is the number two answer with 31 people. Okay. Uh, turkey. What about dressing? Bath. Dressing's got to be on there. Dressing is uh, okay. Um, not on the board. Man, turkey. I guess a lot of people don't. Well, yeah, that's a that's a loaded one, man. If we're talking about turkey sandwiches. That's one thing, but man, carved turkey. I don't know a lot of people that buy carved turkeys throughout the year, man. Ah, uh, that's that's a tough one. Um, let's let's go with it. Carved turkey, man, like butterball turkey. <laughs> Carved turkey is. Yeah. Oh, come on. It's, oh. Not on the board. Man, this one's hard, man. 
because I eat everything like all the time. It seems like <laughs> right mashed potatoes can't be it. I'm hitting that every time I go to a buffet. Um, <laughs> you have one strike left. Dang, man. Um, sweet potato casserole. You give me the DX, man. We, I am going to give you that one. That is a correct yeah. answer. Okay. Uh, coming in at number four. Okay. With seven points. Okay. Yams slash sweet potatoes. Okay. Okay. We're going with that correct answer. So we got two two left on the board. We have one X left. Oh man, that was hard coming up with that one. Um, I know it's probably not going to be on there, but a staple at my family is deviled eggs, man. And we usually don't do that around. We do that Christmas and Thanksgiving. I don't really get it. Other than that, Are you a deviled eggs guy? Do you even know what I'm talking about? I love deviled eggs. Okay, good. Okay. I love deviled eggs. I'm, with I'm there I'm with not, you. It's probably not up there. My mind's going blank. Gotta, Unfortunately, deviled eggs is. Mm, I gotta hear this, man. It's probably gonna be right there, and I'm just like, I'm gonna it. Not on the board. So you had the number four, which was yam slash sweet potatoes with seven people. Okay. Number three, pumpkin pie. Okay. Probably because I don't eat it. That's why I didn't think of it. Yep. With 18 people, mm. you got number two, which was cranberry sauce. 31 people said cranberry sauce. I got to hear this first one. And coming in big. Damn, can't be ham. At number one. Can't be ham. For number one on the board with 43 people saying this answer. Gravy. What? Oh, you're not from the South, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Gravy was the number one answer. Oh, man. What? Oh, I'm... Oh. I'm a mashed potatoes gravy, dude. I, gravy. Yeah. yeah. But, okay. I'm with it. The pour in the whole gravy. That's a dish I, you only, grandma's dish you only use once yep. a year. <laughs> At Thanksgiving, you always have gravy. But, I mean, how much do you use gravy outside of Thanksgiving? A lot, dude. See? <laughs> I, I, I don't, personally. Country fried steak, mashed Ooh. potatoes. Um, there's some gravy in, like, pot roast stuff mm -hmm. um, it all depends where you are pot yeah. roast yeah pot roast will always have yeah. gravy with it some good uh we're not talking about biscuit gravy but we got gravy like that man Ooh. chocolate gravy <laughs> <laughs> too many gravies too many gravies okay okay <laughs> We're, we're we're getting down to the end here thank you for playing the restaurant yeah, feud man. i appreciate it sir I know it's Christopher's most hated part of the interviews that I do. <laughs> he would much rather have me do something else, right. but you, you want to know what, Chris? <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> so I'm giving you a DeLorean from Back okay. to the Future to go back in time to talk to your 10-year-old self. What are you instilling and telling your 10 year old self? Oh man. <laughs> um, I would say get into wrestling, stick with wrestling and get with the right people. That's a big thing. Um, 
I wish I would have started it a little bit younger and like taking it serious and stuff like that. Um, but just staying goal driven. Um, I've been married, divorced and remarried again. So like I've had a lot of life experiences. Like that's a big thing. Like there's a big chunk of my years that it's like, man, what was I doing kind of thing? Like, mm-hmm. So yeah, just like staying mentally stable and calm. Um, yeah, for sure. Because I was a little unstable there in my teens and my 20s I was real hothead um <laughs> stuff like that so yeah I'll, I'll calm down a lot <laughs> see now I, you saying that I would not picture you like that yeah yeah I've, I've, I've mellowed out for sure <laughs> yeah I, I like to think that I've mellowed out but yeah. from what a lot of people yeah. say I really haven't I think we all mellow out a little bit getting older man it's just one of those life things Yes. I'll be, I'll be 36 in March, so I'm not terribly too old, but I'm old-ish, especially for wrestling. Like, that's another thing, too. Like, you know? Yeah. Starting wrestling at 33, you know, you get you get a lot of looks, and what are you doing, you know? <laughs> especially what? when I'm a bartender, you know? <laughs> who, brought, who brought the old guy? Yeah, who's the old guy? Why are you wrestling? Get a real job, you know what I mean? Like, yes. <laughs> Okay, so you mentioned bartending, and I and I meant to touch on this earlier. We were talking about outside of wrestling stuff. What's the weirdest drink you've made for somebody? Uh, like the grossest drink um, is like a jalapeno pickle margarita. Like I've only made one of these. Um, like lots of jalapeno juice and jalapenos, and the sweet and sour mix and the tequila, like. It was disgusting, man. Like, I'm a daytime bartender, so I work during the day in a downtown where it's filled with a lot of businesses. So it's not like a, you know, big drinking scene. But uh, mostly margaritas, Bloody Mary, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, Those those crazy ones will pop up every now and again during the daytime. Jalapeno margarita. Not not with it. It sounds like it'd be, you know, jalapenos, margaritas should kind of mix, maybe. Uh, I wouldn't (sighs) let it. No. Eh. No. Don't try it. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I, I don't want to try that. I like margaritas. and I don't want to try that. Yeah. And I'm not a big drinker. Like, I don't drink much at all. So it's crazy being a bartender. I guess that's why they hired me. So <laughs> there you go. Since I moved to Pennsylvania, I could, I think I could literally count on one hand how many times I've actually drank. Yeah. In Pennsylvania. Like, now nah, I've gone away with like the guys and. Right. you know have had drinks there but like yeah. at home like right. going out around here i don't do yeah. any of that i i like never drink anymore me neither i can't remember the last time i got toasted dude like drunk like no nah. <laughs> it's no fun anymore being it's, being 43 no, no it's no yeah, fun I mean, it's sad like that's what like if it's not a celebration it's sad dude. Like, like, yeah <laughs> If you're at a wedding, I'm good. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're I mean, at a wedding. There's an occasion. I'll drink a little bit and you can get tipsy, but I'm not getting knocked out drunk like I was at 19 years old, man. Yeah. No. no. Yeah. I'm, I'm not that. I'm not reliving those college days. Yeah, now. I can't imagine what a hangover feels like at my age. Yeah, because oh. it felt shitty at 19, dude. Like at 20. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. I, they always say like um well, like if you drink it if you whatever you drink uh, you know if if you've gotten sick uh, on whatever it is like oh, i 
people i could never drink that again right. I, I i i took a shot of tequila and i'll never do it again right. because i got so sick i'm like fuck that shit i'm like right. i think i puked on almost almost right. every single thing except beer that like i've drank like tequila yeah. vodka whiskey <laughs> like I, i'm still drinking it yeah i've had terrible moments man like with alcohol <laughs> That's Stay that's away all, from it. Yeah, anybody who is who is underage in the chat or right around yeah. it, just stay away from Even it. Even if you're overage, just don't do it, man. Like, just don't do it. Yeah, <laughs> I do other stuff. Our, the bald monkeys account says, "Band drunk is greater than just regular drunk." Okay. <laughs> and and Gia says she's had her shots and her boosters okay that is good though. that is hey real talk that is good <laughs> okay brandon thank you so much for joining us tonight thank you man this is fun um, man first podcast yes cool. thank you for hopefully letting you us sorry awkward and boring hopefully not i try i don't think so <laughs> i mean and if and honestly if anybody in the chat thinks so i'll come beat you up so I, you, I you You'll have to worry about hothead Chuck. And that's never a good thing. Hey, don't make me go back. That's never a good thing. So thank you for joining us tonight, Brandon. Where can everybody find you on your one social media platform two, of Facebook. Twitter? Facebook. You can add the real Brandon Williams. It's my real name. It's my shoot name. Uh, or you can add me on Twitter, which is Hook and Stretch. And yeah, just keep up with me through there. Man. I'm trying to get out there. So help me out. The road to a thousand. Hashtag the road to a thousand. Two hundred more. It's not a lot. I can do it. We can do it. We can do it. (laughs) Old bad guy, don't worry. We're getting to the Oreo question. It's coming. I do not forget that question. We want to get the we want to get the little stuff out of the way. So Brenda, do you also have any merch or any merch sites? Uh, I don't have any merch sites. Um, I go through my buddy who was also the look or the vocalist for my band. He makes our t-shirts and all that stuff. So I just put in orders through him. So I'm trying to get some money to get a new order. Cool. But yeah, I'll have some new stuff. I'm working on some stuff for January, a new long sleeve. So nice. Okay. So now since everybody's panicking that I'm not going to ask the cookie question. Oh, we got it. We're here. It's a simple question, sir. It's talking about Oreo cookies. There's two styles that we're mainly looking at, and it's single stuff Oreos or double stuff Oreos. Where are you on this question? Look, if you could ask me, I would go with the most stuff, dude. That's how much of a cream guy I am. Double stuff all the way. If I had to choose, man, like, I, don't get me wrong, Oreos, any Oreo is good. The mini Oreos, the the vanilla covered Oreos. Um, I'm not into this weird Oreo stuff. The new the new wave of new Oreos, some of them are disgusting. But yeah, double stuff over uh, classic. My granddad that was That is yeah. the right question. That, that is the yeah. right answer. Yeah. It is also the only question that means anything apparently to anybody in the chat here as they're literally double stuff (laughs) right they're literally just flooding with our bald monkeys double stuff emotes in the chat 
So hey, that is the correct people. answer. It hey. is the only answer. I'm glad you didn't even mention the thins and no. anything that you said. I have a soft, a soft spot for the lemon. No. Oh, see? And the golden. But we're talking classic, man. We'll stick with that. Yes. Yes. Perfect. Brandon, once again, sir, thank you so much for joining us tonight. I have had a great time. I hope you've had a good time. I believe everybody in the chat has had a good time. Yeah. Don't forget to follow Brandon on Twitter at hook and stretch. Yeah. Find him on Facebook. If you want, uh, he's over there. Make sure to follow us. If you're not already, uh, Brandon has two dates left this year, December 3rd for paradigm and December 18th for new South, but be on the lookout for a busy, hopefully busy 2022 for Brandon. Oh, no doubt. Maybe. Christopher, are we rating somebody? Okay. Uh, everybody, Brandon, uh, stay around for one second. We're gonna go back into the green room. Uh, okay. Everybody, thank you so much for joining us in the chat tonight. It has been a pleasure. This has been the Captain's Quarters. We are going to raid DJ Ansi. And don't forget to come back tomorrow night with Val as she has Landon Hale. Thank you, everybody. Have a wonderful night. Tomorrow night, 9 o'clock, The Stack. We'll see you then.